You are Locked On Rangers, your daily Texas Rangers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Schiller talking all about the Rangers upcoming number two pick in the 2021 MLB draft. There's going to be a lot of choices. There are a lot of mock drafts that just came out. A lot of interesting position players. Um, We also talk about the Vandy pitchers and the local kid Jordan Lawler um, and some other guys that you might not be thinking about the Rangers picking with number two, but perhaps you should be. But first, today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Join me on Saturday afternoon. I will be talking everything Rangers baseball. Sorry about missing on a Wednesday afternoon, but I figured everyone was working. It's a holiday weekend on Saturday, so maybe you'll have some downtime to chat some Rangers with me. Locker Room, changing the way we talk about, uh, talk about sports. And now, without further ado, here's the rest of my talk with Grant discussing the upcoming draft. You know, I also brought up this point with actually going back to Adoles Garcia, um, like it always does. This this comment I saw from uh, from Fitz on Twitter, um, he said that Adolis kind of remind him of Nelly Cruz in his ability to adjust mid-series when he's like absolutely scalding hot. And they were also talking about on the broadcast how prepared he was because he took so much time to work on specific different things, like against Lance McCullers. He was just like, he spent an hour, like hours, doing batting practice off a of sinker is just like jamming them into the dirt and fouling them off his legs, like just to get prepared for um, Lance McCullers. And he had a multi-home run game that game. Is that something that you kind of see from Garcia? Because, I mean, he's 28 when he's having his breakout season. That was the same age that Nelson Cruz made his first All-Star game. Is that kind of a similarity you see? Yeah, I mean, it, it is a little bit. Um, Cruz has a much more patient approach at the plate. But the ability to adjust from Garcia is big, and it's going to be big. Um, it's something we're going to have to watch for, because like, if you're this hot, people are going to stop throwing to you. And he chases out of the zone. He's not going to see many pitches in the zone, so he's going to have to keep adjusting. And the fact that he's shown that he can so far is promising for that. I mean, we've talked, like, you know, I'm not necessarily betting on this holding up long term. But if he can adjust, that changes that. That makes it where maybe it can hold up long term. Um, I think it's important that we just kind of keep enjoying this for now, taking a little bit of time. Like right now, I'm just focused on him having a good June. So even if he bombs the rest of his career, he's a freaking all-star. That'd be awesome. Um, but I mean, just enjoy it a little bit of time. And if it keeps going, it keeps going. That's great. And that ability to adjust is what's going to make it keep going if it does. Absolutely. And the thing for me is, is the biggest adjustment is um, the adjustments he's made on change-ups and uh, off-speed stuff. Like, his numbers are not great on that, but he's been able to lay off more frequently and not chase it as often, which he was really chasing early on. Um, and but well, he's done... Sorry to interrupt you. He, he's killing sliders too, isn't he? Cause I, yeah, he's uh, doing really yeah. well on fastballs and breaking stuff. Like, he is killing both of those types of pitches. Curveballs, too. And, and like, the fastballs early in the zone, like, Early, he, he was struggling, uh, chasing out of the zone and high. He's got at least two home runs on fastballs that are high and out of the zone, which is crazy. Yeah, I mean, being able to hit sliders is huge in today's age. And if you can start catching those upper fastballs, modern-day pitchers aren't going to have many places to go against them. 
Absolutely. And, you know, there's not as many change-ups as there were, at least not as many effective change-ups. I feel like it's kind of a lost pitch unless you're the Rays. I feel like every Rays pitcher, like, if they don't have a good change-up when they get drafted or traded to the Rays, they end up with one, and it's just kind of, I feel like, one of the reasons why they're so successful. But, yeah, Adoles Garcia, literally no matter what else happens, like, these first month and a half to two months have been just absolutely wonderful but speaking of rookies and youngsters technically youngsters i have to put that in air quotes um there have been a couple of mock drafts that are coming out and um, i don't know if you know this but the rangers have a very high pick in this upcoming draft so i figured we could talk about where things stand in towards the end of the baseball I, i guess we're at the end of the collegiate regular season we're into the uh tournament the college conference tournaments and then the actual playoffs and all that fun but i wanted to start off with this mock draft from espn because it starts with with bad news and jordan lawler going first overall the shortstop out of jesuit high school um who is of course a vandy commit like why why wouldn't he be if you're a top like five, top ten, top twenty-five MLB prospect, why wouldn't you commit to Vanderbilt at this point? But that's a guy who I want the Rangers to take, not necessarily because I think he's the best, but I think he's the safest. Which like isn't always something you want to do when you have a top three pick. You go the safest, but like I don't know that the Rangers are going to end up with another top five overall pick this year. They might. They still could. But like. This is a really high pick, so I just I just don't want them to get somebody who isn't an, an impact big leaguer. And I think that, at the very worst, Jordan Lawler is going to be an impact big leaguer. And they have Jack Leiter, the right-handed pitcher from Vanderbilt, going second to the Rangers, um, which I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad at. He's, he's a really good pitcher. Um, he's got some things that concern me. The command really concerns me for a guy who isn't just the nastiest of nasty stuff. I mean, his, his curveball is, but like the fastball and the other stuff isn't to the point where I'd be like, okay, this guy can get away with being a little walky at this point, but he is still a college pitcher. And so that's why I have some concerns. Do you want to read off some of the other mock drafts and just give your thoughts on some of these prospects that you've seen a little bit of? Yeah. So I'll just read through the mock drafts first and then kind of talk about where things are at and where I'd want to go. Um, so Baseball America's latest one, they had the top three of Jordan Lawler going first again. Marcelo Meyer, uh, the the other short prep shortstop, going second. In and then Brady, yes. And then Brady House, who is listed as a prep shortstop. He's a he's a third baseman in all likelihood, going third. Um, MLB.com had Meyer going first, Leiter going second to the Rangers, and Lawler going third. And then our good friend Keith Law at the athletic um, has Henry Davis going first Lawler going second and Meyer going third. So the way it goes at this point, by the uh, way, if you don't know who um, Henry Davis is, he's a catcher for Louisville. Yes. With a real high ceiling. Um, The other shortstop Brady house is from Winder Barrow high school in Georgia and is a Tennessee commit, which ew, why? Because he's not going to school anyways. That's true. He's going to get paid like $5 million to not go to school. I um, wish I got paid $5 million to not go to school. That would have been a much, I agree. I agree. A much better investment. Today's episode is brought to you by Lucy. 
Lucy Nicotine is a company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. Finally, tobacco alternatives that don't suck. Lucy has created nicotine gum with 4 milligrams of nicotine that comes in three flavors, wintergreen, cinnamon, and pomegranate. Lucy lozenges and gums are FSA and HSA eligible, so you can use your FSA cards to purchase Lucy now. It's 2021. Get rid of your cigarettes, unplug your vape, throw out your dip, and get some Lucy nicotine gum or lozenges. This is the real deal. A subscription to Lucy comes directly to your door each month. It's simple, and you don't have to leave your house because Lucy has delivery down. Lucy lozenges and gum are also FSA and HSA eligible, so you can spend your pre-tax dollars on them. Locked on MLB Network listeners, go to lucy.co and use promo code LOCKEDONMLB to get 20% off all products on your first order, including gum or lozenges. That's lucy.co and use promo code LOCKEDONMLB at checkout. Also, I have to give this disclaimer. Warning, this product contains nicotine and derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Lucy.co and be sure to use that promo code LOCKEDONMLB. So the way it looks at this point is it seems like they're is not the same consistent top two, obviously, of the Vandy pitchers. Lighter and Rocker through no necessarily changes to their repertoire or their projections um, have fallen down a little bit because the kind of the warts on their game have continued to show up. And so there's mm-hmm. a little bit more questions than there have been. And so those to, two... To be fair to them, they there wasn't much on them before this, I mean, they had a freshman season where I don't think either of them pitched. I mean, they pitched a decent amount, but it's still just one college season. Right. They, they were big prospects in actual, high school, too, though. Yeah. But still, giving them more time. Like, I feel like with college pitchers, there's usually a lot more data on them, yeah. especially these these juniors. It's like, all right, like, we feel pretty solid. Especially, like, a college pitcher. You want to feel like that's a really solid bet. Like, some of these guys, like, um, who are those? Casey Mize? Um, David Price, like those those kind of guys, like it's not that they're they're going to be like all stars, whatever. It's just you want them to be more of a known commodity, and that's usually why there's more collegiate arms than there are um, high school arms, especially compared to high school um, bats versus college bats. I feel like there's generally more, especially early on, like in the top five. There's more high school bats taken than college bats. There's there's not a whole lot of college bats that are taken in the top five unless they're like really stinking good, like Adley Rutschman was. Yeah, I mean, I I think that's a good point. Um, and Henry Davis is going to be the Adley Rutschman of this year. But you're I looking be at, mad at a Henry Davis pick, honestly. No, no, I wouldn't at all. You're looking at in the top for the top two picks at this point. There's kind of a pool of. If you want to really push it eight that are up there, you've got Marcelo Meyer, the prep shortstop out of California. You've got Jordan Lawler, the local shortstop. Lider, Rocker, Davis, Brady House, who I talked about. Um, and if you really want to push it, you could throw in Khalil Watson, prep shortstop out of North Carolina, I believe, and Jackson Job, who is the top high school arm. Um so the way I look at it right Jackson now, Jackson Job is also is out of Oklahoma. Um, yes. Right now, this this ESPN mock draft has him going eleventh to the Nationals. And what did you say the other guy was? Khalil Watson. Khalil Watson. All right, I'm not seeing him up here in his top ten. 
Yeah, those two are not nearly as consensus as the other six, so that's not shocking. Um, oh, they have them at 16 all the way 16. down to okay. uh, the Marlins. That's not shocking. I mean, there's other guys who I might take above those two. I might take Sal Freelick above them. Um, Judd Fabian's moving back up the board, but we're kind of getting away from the Rangers pick um, going down that far. Mm-hmm. Um, the way I see it, I think if I had the number one pick personally, I don't have nearly the data or the amount of eyes on these guys that the Rangers do, but I would take Henry Davis, number one. He's a catcher. I think there's some questions about his receiving, but the automatic strike zone should make that a moot point before too long. Um, the last two years, he's hit 372 and 366 with OEPs of 481 and 486. Second percentage like of 698 and 628. Playing like in the ACC, lot. walking more than he struck out. He's been a three-year starter at catcher for Louisville, one of the best programs in the country. Uh, I mean, so he, he doesn't swing and miss much. He walks. He hits for power. He plays catcher. He has a good arm. I don't really have many questions about that guy. Like, that's who I'm taking 1-1 if I have that pick. Beyond that, like, if he goes first... I think I would go Lawler second. I have gotten eyes on him. Um, I think comparing him to Meyer, Meyer has the more polished glove at this point. Lawler has a little bit more projection with the bat, I would say. Um, So I would go with Lawler there. I'd probably put Meyer third. Then I'd run the the Vandy arms, probably lighter. Definitely lighter first, and then Rocker. And then once you get to the other three, I I have not gotten enough information on Watson at this point. When I was looking up video on the draft guys before the season, this spring season, there was not much video on Watson, so I just have not seen him. Um, Joe was actually my favorite high school arm, so it doesn't surprise me he's moved up the board. He's got a great fastball slider combo, but you do not want to take a high school arm to second overall. Way too much no. risk involved. Um, I mean, if you want to look up if you, the listener, want to look up the studies on how risky high school arms are in the draft, especially righty high school arms, they bust a lot just because there's so many things that can go wrong in a pitcher's development, and a high school arm is so far away. The variability, even if it's the perfect high school arm, the variability can screw them up. Um, and then lastly, I mean, where, that where group, did Lucas Giolito go? Is he was he was about as highly touted as you can be as a high school arm. Even him took till what? age 27 28 to really start to yeah. put together yeah hey yes absolutely because he he, just, he looked like a bust for a while his development fell apart he was a six, 16th overall pick 16th um, good god and he was a guy who at one point had a double plus on his fastball his command i think and also his, his curveball, curveball and his changeup. yes yeah. yeah he was like, like he was like steven strasberg almost in, as a prospect he was trained uh, for what adam not Adam Eaton. Adam um, Eaton. Yeah, it was. It was Adam it was. Eaton? Yeah. And Adam Eaton's already back with the White Sox. Yes. Yes. And so is Lucas Giolito. And then, just to finish that out, the last player I'd have in that group, and I would, wouldn't would personally have him in that group, would be Brady House. Um, and I'm surprised he's moved up draft, bo- draft boards. The Because the all-encompassing and telling YouTube video I watched... Um, was basically six minutes of him not being able to touch a fastball above his waist and not being able to touch a breaking ball below his waist. That's Um, that's not great for a modern player. Right. So he just has more holes than I would want to take 
anywhere near that high up. And maybe he's fixed them this spring. That's very possible. Um, but from the limited information I have, I would be disappointed if he was the guy. What about Sal Frederick? He's a center fielder from Boston College. You mentioned him earlier. Right now, this mock draft has him uh, at sixth to the Arizona Diamondbacks. Um, so that fit the comment here that he fits uh, Arizona's preferences um, very well. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, he's more of a up the middle um, contact first. Uh, he's got a 70 runner, um, at least average raw power, above average contact skills, and some background playing the infield if they want to move him to second base at some point. Due to his size, I don't think he goes much higher than sixth. Um, but they also don't think he falls out of the top 10. So yeah, probably I th- not. Yeah, too. I think I think that's pretty much spot on. I really like him. Really, really, really like him. Wouldn't consider him at second. Today's episode is brought to you by Wealthfront. Investing can be complicated. Whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They've got the right tools for every portfolio. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences that you control. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion worth of assets. You can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to wealthfront.com slash locked on MLB. All you need is $500 to get started, grow your wealth the easy way, and let Wealthfront do the work for you. To get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to wealthfront.com slash locked on MLB. That's W E A L T H F R O N T dot com slash locked on MLB to start growing your savings. Go to wealthfront.com slash locked on MLB and get started today. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar that has ever been invented. It is absolutely delicious. There are nine delicious flavors, plus the occasional limited time flavors. When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they've definitely have got their passions and they have got their faves for sure. Uh, there are amazing flavors like mint brownie, the OG, amazing, double chocolate, peanut butter brownie, salted caramel. You know, they've also got cherry, coconut, coconut almond, raspberry, all kinds of great stuff. Whatever you're into, they have got it, and it's absolutely delicious. Most of the flavors have 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 net carbs. So not only are they good for you, they are also delicious. Our listeners can go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Yeah. Well, I mean, these aren't like, it's not the the deepest or the sexiest draft, but like, there's some good guys there. Like, honestly, if the Rangers go with with Lawler or or Henry Davis, like, either of those I'd feel really good about. I'd be a little more concerned about lighter. I'd still be happy, like, as long as they don't like reach and get some guy who just completely comes out of nowhere. Like, yeah. Yeah, I hope it's, they. It's I hope they don't go. This. I hope that. Sorry to interrupt you. I hope they don't go under slot to save money for later picks. I hope that they. You take, can't do that at number two overall. You just you cannot do that. Yeah. I don't care if there's there's other good above average prospects that you can get at the later picks because you're still picking second in each round. Like no, this is your as close as you can get to one one without getting it and. You're probably not getting back here, hopefully, for a while. You might end up getting one more of these really high picks, but you cannot lowball this stuff. Yeah, I agree. And I'm pretty much zeroed in at this on this point 
I can't speak, zeroed in at this point on Davis, Lawler, and Meyer. I want one of the uh, the bats, not the arms. Um, and just as a, a matter of warning for future confusion for you, the number 47 pick in, or prospect in this draft per MLB is named Max Muncy. So that's going to mess with all of our heads in about five years. Of course it is. I hope he makes the big leagues and the dra- the Dodgers actually draft him. It's in play. He's from California. No, well, if he's any good, then the Dodgers will draft him because that's what the Dodgers do. They draft the good players. That's it's what they always do. And even if they're not good, they become good once they're drafted by the Dodgers, which I think is a little unfair, but you know, it happens. Well, I feel like we've brushed about as much as we can on this draft topic. Um, we'll be doing an occasional check back in. When is the actual draft this year? It's coming up pretty soon, isn't it? I don't think it's like the first week of June, is it? I hope not. July 11th. That's right. They changed it this year, right? Because they're going to do it at the College World Series. Oh, they are? Yes. Oh, that's fun. I don't know how I feel about that, but it's going to be could be different yes it will you will get you will get live at the college world series harold reynolds that is exciting that is a choice we will see what first ballot hall of famer the ranger's second pick gets comp to no matter who it is (laughs) oh my god who who is it going to be for let's just put our guesses henry davis let's say um what are they going to put him at pudge no, it's going to no. be uh, Mike Piazza. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Right-handed Mike Piazza. Um, Jordan Lawler. I, I'm, I think they're going to be lazy, and I think they're going to go Jeter. <laughs> and Marcelo Meyer, you're looking for a lefty shortstop. That's a lefty hitting shortstop. It's a little bit hard to find. But I'm going to say they go with Barry Larkin. Ooh. That's an interesting take. What if they go if they take a lighter, they're, I guarantee you, Harold Reynolds will not compliment anybody but Al Lighter. There's no chance. <laughs> well, at least we're making it easy for him, you know? I appreciate that. But that's going to do it for this, this week's editions of Blocked on Rangers. I will be back on Tuesday. I'm taking a three-day weekend because it is a holiday and we have... Well, I have things to do. And by things, I mean a pool party to attend and podcasts not to do. But I'll be back on Tuesday. Y'all go enjoy your lives. You don't have to listen to some Ranger stuff. I'll be back wrapping up this weekend series against Seattle. See if the Rangers actually do win a game and break this eight-game road losing streak. Or if they extend it all the way to 12. Hopefully not. But definitely looking at higher picks in next year's draft if they do. Um, for Grant Schiller, go follow him on Twitter at OG Shell. For me, follow me on Twitter at Bryce Paddock. Follow the show at Lockdown Rangers. And until next time, don't forget to enjoy baseball.